What are some of the best ways to use service openers and mini-movies at your church? We'll talk about it today. Hey, ministry leader, welcome to Your Visuals Matter. We're all about helping you visually communicate the gospel through graphics and video. You might be a one-man band trying to do all of the creative by yourself, especially if you are at a smaller church. You might have a team, but there might still be many needs of the church and there's just not enough team to go around or your budget is just not at the capacity to bring on more full-time staff. Or you might be on a team where you're trying to serve your church well on the media team, but you also don't want to sacrifice your family at the altar of ministry. There's just not enough of you to go around. If you fit any of these, we're here for you. On this episode of the show, we're talking about service openers and mini-movies. We kind of make a distinction between the two like this. Service openers are used more specifically to start a worship experience as either being played right after a countdown video concludes or as the very first media element you might play, even if you don't use a countdown. Many movies are designed to be used more anytime at any point in the service. And today we'll talk about how churches use openers in their worship sets or going into your worship set. And we'll also talk about mini movies and how they're used and some different types of them. We'll also talk through storytelling, through mini movies and short films. All that is on the way after this. As a church leader, you've probably already realized that Easter is early this year. So now is the time to start planning. If you wanna see more visitors at your church this Easter, I encourage you to download the free how to get and retain visitors Easter playbook from our partners at outreach.com. This short PDF offers a wealth of ideas and information about reaching your community, welcoming guests, and keeping them engaged with your church. You can download it today at outreach.com slash playbook. That's outreach.com slash playbook. Hey guys, today I welcome Andy Huff. Andy was on staff at Igniter Media. He now owns and operates Huff Media Productions. He has produced short films, shows like his brand new show, Dot Connor, for kids. He has years of experience with short form video content used for ministry. The absolute perfect guest for today's topic of how to use openers and mini movies at your church. Please welcome to Your Visuals Matter, Andy Huff. My friend Andy Huff, Andy, what's going on, man? Thanks for hey, being here. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, not a problem. So Good we you, we uh we just hung out uh at a conference recently, and uh so you got to uh um you know uh, I got to hang out with greatness is what what I was really you know getting at uh, just in all of the presence of Andy Huff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, right back at you, dude. That was fun to hang out and, um, yeah, just catch up. So, yeah. Well, man, give us, uh, give the, the, the folks listening, kind of give some background on yourself. Uh, you've been in ministry a long time. Uh, kind of drop some places that you've served and then what God's been doing you with you in the last, uh, couple of years. 
Yeah, so I'm going to start out uh, just by first saying what I'm doing right now, which is my wife and I started a production company a couple of years ago um, called Huff Media Productions. Not a very uh, not a very creative name, but I promise I'm a very creative person. Um, you and I could probably talk a lot about naming things, and I'm sure people listening like just every name is taken. So anyway, <laughs> we picked ours because we could get Huff Media Pro everywhere. So if you go Huff Media Pro anywhere, you got it. So, but uh, prior to that, I uh, my background was in um, church and church media, and so coming out of um, coming out of seminary, uh, I ended up as a youth pastor. Um, in a church and then ended up as a creative arts pastor there. Um, so I spent 10 years in local church ministry, um, and kind of doing media and creative storytelling a little bit on the side. At the same time, there was a lot of media and creative storytelling I was doing even within the ministry. Um, anybody who does youth ministry knows using video, um, is great. We use a lot of video in youth ministry and we make our own videos often. Um, and then kind of from there ended up in creative arts ministry at the church I was at. And, um, kind of long story short, um, came out of ministry to, uh, work with a company called Igniter Media down in Texas. Um, a lot of your listeners may know about that if they're in the church world, because uh, Igniter provides a lot of media for churches that don't have large uh, creative staffs. So did that for another five years and then um, really left kind of the world of church media to pursue doing a more entertainment focus. And so trying to provide quality, faith-based um, or really faith-infused entertainment um, at a variety of levels. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. Uh, tell people about Dot Connor real quick and some of the projects that you've worked on recently. Yeah. So Dot Connor is a really cool project. It started out um, in development at Igniter um, for a streaming service that we were investigating launching there um, and uh, quickly rolled. When I rolled off and started our own business, we had the opportunity to uh uh, required Dot Connor from Igniter and uh, was able to develop, finish developing the first season of that series. It's a faith-based series for kids. It's it's very focused on teaching kids, um, introducing kids to uh, doctrine, <laughs> biblical doctrine um, at a level that they can understand. Um, live action targeted at eight to 12 year olds. Each episode is about 10 minutes um, in length. Uh, it's streaming all over the place. You can find all of that information at dotconnor.com. Um, but that's really, that was really just such a cool um, series to get off the ground and, and complete. Um, a lot of talented people that worked with that. Um, but that's really, uh, so I will say this about Doc Connor. It is, it has a very strong teaching element to it. But what our focus right now in terms of the content we're making is we want to infuse, um, the series or films or whatever we end up making, um, with a strong theologically rich biblical, uh, background. Cause I think that is, um, sometimes even if it's not explicitly in, say, a storyline, it can be really, uh, it can re- be really lacking sometimes, I think, even implicitly in a lot of content that, it, that, um, sort of comes at Christianity or comes mm-hmm. at, uh, biblical doctrine in a, in too light of a way, right? Um, and so, uh, the way we say it at Huff Media Productions is, uh, is that we want to tell exciting stories, uh, with eternal truths because we feel like there are just, uh, there's just truth out there that doesn't change based on how you feel. Um, but, Less so that it's uh, truth that sort of 
common and um, and uh, and and instinctual, uh, but also truth that we believe it runs deep. And so we want to make sure our content um, and the storytelling that we do runs just as deep as it does wide in terms of the reach. Well, I love your your background and I love to uh, um, have you on to talk about mini movies and service openers for a couple of different reasons. One, uh, you have a ministry background. You've used short films and, uh, you know, short form videos in the churches that you've served. Uh, you've also created mini movies and service openers with Igniter and um, a, a part of the creative team there and then with what you're doing now. Uh, so it's it's really, you know, in your blood. You really have a lot of experience in this area. So uh, kind of kick us off here. I want to I want to start by really defining some terms and really just kind of go in basic. So on this podcast, we're going kind of kind of linear and we're talking to. Uh, churches who either don't have creative teams at all uh, and mm-hmm. their volunteers are trying to do it, or uh, they might have a creative team, but their creative team is completely overwhelmed, understaffed, that sort of thing. So uh, so those kind of two groups of people there. Uh, and then the overwhelmed team, right? <laughs> and then the yeah, people yeah. who are actually, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> swimming and, and drowning right now. Yeah. Um, all right. So define some terms. What is what is a mini movie? And let's maybe walk through the difference if there if there is any on a mini movie and service opener. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I would actually throw a third one in there, Carl, um, to talk a little bit. I'll just briefly mention sermon bumpers as well, because I think yeah. there's that's a, a potential category in terms of video, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, which I, we could go really deep into because I know some churches use a lot of video announcements and stuff like that. But in particular, yep. with uh, with service openers, many movies, and I would again add sort of sermon bumper in that category. These are these are a little bit more videos that aren't. Uh, uh, communicative in nature. Uh, sorry, let me back up. I don't want to use the term advertising because that sounds weird that I don't know. That's not a church's goal, but you know, often with a video, you might show at the beginning of the service that's announcement driven. Um, you're telling people about something that's coming up. Well, that's different from the use of a, what we call a service opener or the use of a sermon bumper or the use of a mini movie. Um, so how I would kind of define those three, a service opener would be, it kind of is exactly what it sounds like in terms of the title, right? It's a video that opens the service, but this is different from a video that introduces your church per, per se. It could, um, there could be an element of that. Um, there could, uh, it's, it's not a video announcements though. Um, it's not a countdown video. What we're talking about is a video that would, um, lead people into uh, into worship that would transition the audience that's there from the service is about to start to it's starting, but also here's where we're going in this service. Here's the tone we're setting. Here's the uh, here's the the th- the, uh, the themes we want you to think about. Here's scripture that um, that. Uh, sort of goes along with what you're going, what we're going to do from the music to the message. So that would be what I would define as a service opener. Pretty, pretty self-explanatory. Now there is a huge difference between, um, or I would point out a difference between sermon bumper and mini movie. And where I would go with that is you can, there's definitely times where you could use a mini movie as a sermon bumper. Um, that is certainly something that, that you could do. But for the most part, um, if I were to differentiate those, what a sermon bumper does is it's that 30 to 60 second video 
that is themed alongside whatever the sermon is going to be that morning that provides a transition from the music set, uh, the worship set, um, the songs we've just sung and the, the time we've spent uh, doing whatever in those in that block to now the message time. Um, that's often used. And I know we're, we're, I'm more defining the terms and, and I don't have to dive too deep into how these are used because we're going to talk about that in a second. But it's often used as, as also a time to just transition personnel, right? Um, so mm-hmm. what's different about a mini movie, because uh, that's the one that's probably the, the least self-explanatory. Um, and so uh, what a, what a mini movie is, would be something a little more akin to a short film, something that is a story or a, um, a thought or an idea that's presented in a story form or presented over the course of, um, of probably several minutes, uh, not going to be 30 seconds, not going to be 60 seconds, um, but several minutes, um, introducing a topic or potentially, um, uh, causing people to ask questions in the audience. Like, what is the question we're asking you to, to consider and to ponder? Um, but the, that is, and we're going to get into this, but you know, that can be a variety of different things. It doesn't necessarily have to be a film or a movie in the sense that you think it's live action photography and all that. There's several different, but it's, it's doing, it's telling a story. It's, um, introducing an idea, uh, in a, in a more, in a way that makes you think more rather than signal a shift in the service. Right. So um, that's how I would define a mini movie. I mean, a, a great way to think about it is, is probably short film um, is probably because that tells you a little bit more like, Oh, I'm, I'm about to watch a story, um, which it obviously could be um, potentially a little bit more than that. But um, I'm rambling a little bit on mini movie. Cause I know we're going to get into some of the specifics about creation of those and thought process behind those. But the last thing I'll say is uh, often, as I mentioned, you can use a mini movie to start a service, but often what's going to happen is that mini movie is going to come later in the message because what you're doing is you're setting up the story you're setting up the um thought the theme the question the sort of big idea that you're going to present and then using that mini movie to reinforce it so it often comes later yeah i think some of it is a little bit of semantics you know can Mm -hmm. we use a mini movie as a bumper yes can you use a mini movie as a service opener yes can you Mm -hmm. use a you know they're kind of interchangeable it's probably it's a little bit of internal speak, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I would say mainly the placement of where they go in the service probably determines what you need to go after. I want to see if you agree with this. Like service opener is probably out of your countdown between your countdown and your worship set. Mm-hmm. But that that is probably where that sits. That could be a a scripture or uh, some type of something that's going to lead us into the the first worship set. Then a mini movie might be somewhere else in the service, probably not right before the message. That's where the sermon bumper mm-hmm. is going to go. The mini movie is going to be somewhere between the worship set and the and the bumper or the message or maybe even after on the backside of your service. Would you mm-hmm. would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I would. Yeah. As a matter of fact, so when I spent time as a creative arts uh, pastor at the church I was at, um you know, I did a lot of service planning and uh, the way I would actually sort of talk about it is you're sort of writing a script for your service. Um, you do that even outside of the use of video, right? Um, you're writing a script for the service. Well, you know, at this point, we, we need to we're going to have this person come up and do a time of prayer. This at this point, I mean, you could have 
what seems like relatively mundane things. Um, yeah, we need an announcement. Hey, we need, uh, we need to recognize someone, um, for years of service at the, at the church or something like that. Um, but as a, as a service planner, um, as someone who's, who's planning all that out, it's, it's, you're really scripting it. And when I think of a movie script, um, you know, you, th- you think in terms of an outline and a structure and you have certain things that you accomplish in, inside of a script. Um, and there's terminology for all that. Uh, you know, you don't show the end. I mean, I mean, you, you could, someone could probably come up with an example that, that, um, that contradicts what I'm about to say, but, uh, you know, you don't show the ending of the movie at the beginning. <laughs> right, right. Right. So you have certain ways that the story plays out. You have certain Unless acts. it's a part of how you're telling that story. Right. Yeah. You know, so, yeah some movies will show the way, end yeah. and then go into the story and then twist it at the end. Yep. Exactly. Um, it's still anyway. scripted. Right. So yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right where, um, you have certain things you want to accomplish and then, uh, and and really for a lot of church video um and again we're we're going to talk specifically many movies today but uh there is there is sort of a rhythm to those scripts week in and week out um of having the countdown that's going to bring people in having that service opener cuz you and I both know this and everybody listening who um is involved in in churches and planning weekend services like there's you you need to have a little bit of that shift that occurs between everybody chatting out in the in the hallway and then everyone entering into the time of worship so that that's where a service opener allows you to set the tone before you go into it. Um, but yeah, I could tell you tons of stories about how I uh, failed to set the proper tone <laughs> with the wrong kind of video, right? That can happen. So <laughs> I think the the point that we're trying to make is, I mean, video is extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to have a script of your service where you are purposely placing videos and in the in a in a uh, media provider like us or igniter or others you know uh, the language is not really going to super matter we're just kind of giving it to you just mm-hmm. so you kind of know how to search a little bit more deeper um but it's not going to the 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 overall point is be strategic in where you put your Mm-hmm. We're in using video and how you place them and, and where. Would you agree with that, Andy? Yeah, absolutely. Because what you're trying to do is you're trying to drive the audience to collectively to that truth that you're introducing them to in that moment. And all of those things add up um, and you mm-hmm. want them to add up um, to the most powerful presentation of that truth as possible. Um, and And video is powerful. And I think uh, just real quick. I mean, I'll say this, that, um, as I mentioned, I have, I have stories, right. Where the video didn't serve that purpose and, and it, and it, you could just feel it right where, oh man, that completely derailed what we were trying to do there. Um, and so it's super important to consider that. And it's super important, super important to not just, um, throw a video in cause you need a video. Cause I need to hit a certain time. Right. Um, but what are you using it for? What is it helping you accomplish? So scripting, let, let's camp there for just a second. To be that strategic, to know where you're going, you have to plan it out. Uh, and so, you know, to, to come up with something on Saturday, I'm not saying that that's not, uh, that it can't be done. 
But I would say, great as gracious as I can, is the same Holy Spirit that can work spontaneously is the same Holy Spirit that can work in your planning as well. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we plan strategically a little farther out, we can make sure that there's a theme. There's a theme of message is the anchor, and then the the video content, the worship songs, the lobby, the everything is te- is is a uh, support of that story. Um, yep. You want to speak to that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you're absolutely right. You know, I, I've had both experiences. Like I obviously would never um, suggest that the Holy Spirit cannot move um, spontaneously and cannot inspire in a moment. Um, but I've had, I believe he works just as much. And especially as, as a person, uh, as a staff member, as, as whoever is, uh, are really collectively as a unit, the people that are planning that service, um, as, as they think about and ponder and plan, um, the Holy Spirit is present in that. I think, I think in, to, uh, I'm going to say to a greater degree, but what I mean by that is you're inviting the Holy Spirit in earlier into that process. And I think he responds to that. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's like, no, no, I wait until the last minute. So everybody knows that it's me. Um, you know, right. and, Biblical examples that I that I would bring up of that is um, really, I mean, uh, the first one that came to my mind as you were talking was how uh, the Lord gave the plans for the tabernacle um, to the people of Israel, and it was very detailed. I mean, extremely detailed, um, and He planned it, you know, and uh, the nation of Israel planned it um, down to every detail. And uh, it wasn't like they got up one morning and He was like, "Hey, go build me this," you know, "Do it right now," you know. Uh, and so that would, that would be kind of my, my go-to of, uh, saying that the, the clearly in scripture and clearly through history, we see that the Lord works both ways. Um, and I think he loves being invited earlier into that process. Um, and you're never, I mean, there are a lot of people who can absolutely, be spontaneous and it be very, very well executed. I, but I think equally for a lot of people, we're just going to be, the, it, the, everything's going to fit together better when we've planned it uh, out in advance. I mean, I'll just be honest with you, even in the position I am right now, um, I go into nothing that I'm doing trying to be spontaneous <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm going to be too often. I, I'm going to get a little real here. Uh, now, this is on the uh, more entertainment narrative um, filmmaking side. If I walk in as a director, say, on a movie set or on a television show series set and go, hey, let's just see what happens today. <laughs> I'm, it is not going to go well, right? Uh, I'm wasting a lot of people's time. Uh, and not to say that there aren't directors out there that could walk in and do that. Not, and, and maybe I could and it would be fine. Um, but I value people's time. I value the experience. I value the, what really, really marinating and what we're trying to accomplish when we go into a set. And I think the same thing should be true about a worship service because, um, I'll be again, here's another moment of honesty for me. I look forward to that weekend service when I go in, uh, just mm-hmm. as a congregate now, right? Um, it, uh, my week kind of is geared towards it. Uh, it's the linchpin on which are, are the week for our family swings. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I want, I want that to, 
um, to be a meaningful experience. And, and I know everybody does. And I know that even the person that maybe is a little bit more spontaneous certainly does. I'm not questioning anybody's motives there, but 100% agree with you that that planning, that thinking through, that searching to find those things, right? If we're talking about mini movies and just mini movie, like, because that can be a very specific, um, um, uh, uh, specific goal that you have in showing right. that mini movie. And so you've got to, you got to search for the one that's going to help you do that the most rather than, oh, I'm teaching on this topic. Let me go put that into the first site that I pull up on Saturday night, you know, or Sunday morning. I mean, right. that's not going to be nearly as, uh, uh, powerful, I think, unless you found that specific one that's going to really work. Yeah. Good. All right. So let's dive into some specifics here. What's a good length for, and we can maybe talk even interchangeably here, mini movie service opener bumper. Uh, what is a good length for one of these videos? Yeah. So um, I think everybody's going to be different um, in terms of what they find works, especially in the middle, uh, especially within the context of your service. I know when I was doing service planning, um, you know, <laughs> I'm sure nobody who does church uh, service planning would, and when I say this, they're all going to be like, oh, same, uh, you know, our pastor didn't go short. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to meet the person that goes, my pastor is always on time. Uh, and so chasing time was always an issue for us. Um, because and multiple services, right? Multiple services, pastor um, doesn't go short, which is, again, completely fine, because he's often, um, uh, you know, being led in those times as well. So we had to be very, very specific about lengths, um, and, and the amount of length that we had. So sometimes we just didn't, even if I were to say, oh, you know, a good length for a service opener is say a minute to, to a minute and a half, we might not have even had that. You know, I've, I've definitely been in positions where, man, I'd love to use that video, but it's 30 seconds too long. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, um, so I think a service opener, I think in general, what you're going to find and what's going to be helpful is that minute to a minute and a half time frame. Uh, because again, you're setting the tone. Um, you're sort of inviting people in. Maybe it's scripturally based. Maybe it's, maybe it's a very high energy because you're going to have a high energy service. Maybe it's, um, uh, maybe it's, it's, uh, it's something that is introducing your church to a degree. Um, if you're doing one custom or you're, um, there's even some generic introduction to church, like how, why are we here? What are we gathered for those type of videos? Um, mm -hmm. that that's a quick way to sort of, sort of get everybody in and get everybody focused. If you're using scripture, if you're using, um, a video that, that more is you're reading or someone's doing a voiceover, you are, um, uh, telling people what to expect in the next hour, hour and a half in terms of the tone, right? So I think that's all you need. I don't think you need much more than that. Um, again, I already kind of already mentioned that, that a good, a typical good length on a sermon bumper is going to be a 30 to 60 second piece. Um, that one typically is really short to give your, uh, team a transition point, you know, pastor coming on, worship team going off. Um, that one also, typically from what I've seen is themed along um, with the artwork of the sermon series. And so, um, you know, you don't need much there in terms of getting people, okay, here's the book of the Bible we're studying, or here's the topic that we're going to get into today. Um, now, a mini movie, on the other hand, because it's more of a little bit of a story-based um, uh, video, that's going to be longer. 
Um, now I will say that I think in the past it wasn't, it wasn't, um, uh, uncommon to maybe have a four or five or four or five minute mini movie. Um, but I think over time, as, as time has become precious inside of the, uh, inside of, um, a service as more elements have been, um, included, people are, are mm-hmm. finding that including more different types of elements are helpful. I've seen that shrink to about two to three minutes being mm-hmm. a little bit yeah, more of the, the proper length or at least the common length. Now, again, that's often driven by, um, let me say this real quick and you can kind of jump in on this because it's this a question for you, Carl, but at least when I, during my time at Igniter, I mean, we were listening to feedback from the people that we were serving in churches. And so this isn't arbitrarily a mini movie creator going, Oh, now I feel like making a two to three minute mini movie. It was us hearing, Hey, I'd like more two to, th- I'd like it to be more two to three minutes. This is too long. Can this be shorter? Can this be longer? Like we listen to that feedback. I'm sure you guys too. Yeah. And I'm sure other, other creatives, um, in yeah, this space too. hundred percent, uh, not just for service elements, but in general. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the I think social media growing more and more, the length of an impactful video or the attention span that people will have on social media mm-hmm. uh, has decreased. Uh, and so therefore, during the service, your attention span is is decreased. I think I think people are just uh, used to smaller bites mm-hmm. um, now more than others. So I would say uh, as a content creator, well, let's say if it's a if it's a a podcast, a devotional, uh, or something like that. Like I would much rather do a part one, part two, or like I get two episodes out of this, or I get, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I would leave them hungry for more. Like shorter is, is usually always better. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I, I agree though. I think, you know, a couple of years ago it was three to five minutes. Mm -hmm. I think now it's like two to three, one Mm -hmm. to three. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and on social, on the purpose, yeah. On social, you're definitely limited to under sixty seconds mm-hmm. in in most formats. But I would say shorter is much, much, much better, yeah, uh, than longer, especially yeah. nowadays. So yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, all right. Now that, is, by the way, that that is not to say that you might uh, be just in a position where um, you, as the service planner, go, no, I actually want a longer. Correct. Mini-movie, That's not. Right? It's not a hard and fast uh, mm-hmm. rule. Um, and I would say you might sprinkle in a longer piece every now and then. Like mm-hmm. that's not, mm-hmm. that's not, you're not breaking any rules or anything. Uh, it's just, I would say the common standard is shorter, but feel free to plug things in as you need to, yeah. or think it will be the most, have the most impact. And I think that affirms what we were talking about earlier, where you want to consider the impact, you know, is the longer yes. piece going to have a bigger, bigger impact? Work that in. You know, but don't work a longer piece in just because you need to fill time, right? Um, because then that could decrease the impact that that piece could have. Um, yeah, and I think that's true across the board. I mean, I need, I'm not a worship leader. I don't. I'm. I'm sure you're multi talented and and have uh, <laughs> led worship. Uh, <laughs> but but um, I, I I say that to say I think every element of your service, m- meaning in the worship portion. If a, if an old hymn or even an older worship song fits the story that you're trying mm-hmm. to tell that day, don't be afraid to play it. Don't be afraid to show an older video or a like it's I I think the story is probably keen. Yep. 
uh, the content and the story that you're trying to tell, how you're communicating the gospel is probably paramount. Yep. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah. Uh, I'll give you another example. Um, not to, uh, I think, I think this can be just as powerful, um, for churches that use a lot of media, maybe do a weekend or maybe do a service where you use none. Right. Um, yeah. you yep. know, because that can have an impact. Um, obviously yep. we make content and we get that content out there. And I think con- using content is great in a lot of instances and we're always going to have, um, an audience for that. Um, but one time when I was, when I was, uh, creative service planning, we did a, we were doing a communion service. So it was a service completely about communion. Uh, and we, uh, rigged a larger screen in the center of our stage, uh, than we had. And we put Da Vinci's Last uh, Supper painting on that. And that was it. That was the aesthetic mm-hmm. for the service. And then everything else was just built around um, uh, building up to that communion aspect, playing. Um, I'm trying to remember the worship we did on that. It was probably sub- way more subdued because, again, we were trying to go for a specific tone. So then by stripping the service down of some of those storytelling elements, made a huge impact. It was one of my favorite sort of things that we did. And I say that because also some of the, my favorite things that we did um, included a ton of video. So, I mean, like it's, it Correct. really was how Correct. we were crafting that story. Correct. Sometimes how you visually communicate the gospel is none or very little mm-hmm. or a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 so yeah. The visual matters whether there's a whole lot or not none. And it sets a mood based on yeah. Based on that, I think you bring up a good point there. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about some different types of mini movies or openers or short films, uh, and the the importance of maybe variety. I, I think that mm-hmm. if you showed the same type of video over and over and over, I think that people will get a little desensitized to it. So, mm-hmm. my suggestion, I want to see if you uh, agree with me here, is to maybe some are high energy, maybe some are not, maybe some are more footage based or storytelling based. Maybe Mm -hmm. you have some motion graphics in there. Um, Just kind of a a mixture of uh, depending on, again, that story that you're trying to tell, I think brings value so that you kind of catch people off guard. They don't know what's coming. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. You know, another thing I would throw in is, is that again, that tone, like, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a humorous tone sometimes in church. Are you showing a mini movie or a service opener that might be more humorous in nature? Um, because that, that does something P- it, people forget, I think sometimes. And in church, it kind of feels maybe, uh, not that people think it's awkward to laugh in church as much as how powerful humor can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so utilizing something that's funny saying, Hey, we're going to take a moment here. We're going to laugh a little bit. I think there's a lot of churches that do that well um, and do it in a way that doesn't feel cheap, like it's cheapening anything. Um, but other times you may, uh, you may go, Hey, with that tone, we're going to set, we're going to be very somber um, with something. And so even that uh, the visuals and, and sort of the aesthetic you take can contribute to that, right? Like if you have something that's colorful and vibrant, probably doesn't go along well with a, with a, with a somber service. <laughs> and so you have to really think about that. Um, the example I, I mentioned earlier that I gave where I kind of ruined uh, a, um, a moment was using a humorous video in the wrong place um, because we were coming out. I was using it as, as a transition point in between worship and the message. But we were coming out of very, a very, um, ins- uh, not inspirational, but like a worship service time that was very moving for a lot of people. Um, and 
you know, this incredible time of worship just happened. And then all of a sudden I use a humorous video <laughs> and it was the wrong tone uh, to go into the message that was going to be equally as, as deep and meaningful. And, and so understanding that script of that service, I kind of like that we've kind of stumbled onto that idea um, mm-hmm. and the places that you want to take the audience is incredibly helpful. And then the style of those videos can really help. Um, the message you're trying to get across, you know, sometimes I think there's just ways that a certain idea or a certain theme is going to be better communicated using live action photography than it is motion graphics. And that's just the case, right? Um, at the same time, there's going to be places where motion graphics are going to be great. It's going to do the job, um, do the job, meaning like it's not going to affect the tone, like what we're trying to use that for. Um, like a serv- honestly, most sermon bumpers, I think totally great to use, um, uh, motion graphics with because they're often patterned after the artwork that's being used for the sermon right. anyway, right? right. So right. that's probably a place where often, um, artwork is going to be very powerful in that moment. Um, many movies, uh, at least for me personally, if I'm telling a story, especially one that feels like a narrative, a complete narrative with beginning, middle and end or a twist, or, um, I found that for me as a creator, I leaned a lot more towards live action photography to do those because it's a little bit harder to tell a story um, with motion graphics. Now, that's I, I want to be real, uh, just a quick definition thing for me. I, the, there's a difference in my mind between motion graphics and what I would call like an animated mini movie because you can tell, mm-hmm. still tell a story with animation, obviously Correct. powerful stories, incredible stories told in animation. Um, but when we say motion graphics, what we mean by that is a lot of um, probably a lot more text based, like more um, I'm seeing text on the screen more. I'm potentially seeing some some graphical elements um, and it's not quite a story that's being told using animation, which is a little mm-hmm. bit different. So I would make a differentiation there between motion graphics and animation. I don't know if you would do the same. Yeah, I think I would. I think it can get a little vague in that some motion graphics would be animation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on what you're, you, you, there's a little bit of overlap there, but, but I mm-hmm. totally agree with you that, uh, it's kind of a separate thing. Um, all right. So you are, uh, in the business of telling stories. You're a great storyteller. So, uh, talk to me about, uh, and we've, we've hit on it some, but talk to me about the power of telling stories, whether that be testimonies, short films, how can those types of mini movies, uh, be used in a service, uh, for, for great effect? Yeah. Well, so, you know, again, coming from my perspective, which as a storyteller, um, and I think this probably resonates with anybody hearing this, they instinctively understand this. Um, stories are the most powerful medium we have to communicate truth. I mean, everybody, um, especially who works in church or, or maybe um, leads ministries, uh, has heard that, has heard, has, thinks about how powerful the parables are. Um, that Jesus told, um, thinks about how powerful personal testimonies are. Um, and so we instinctively know that, that stories are powerful. Um, and I think, uh, I think the, for what we're doing with many movies in particular, because obviously you can film someone's personal story and have them tell their story on a video. And that's great. Test, you know, testimony videos are great. Something slightly different with, um, 
with a mini movie, especially a mini movie that, that is live action, um, is telling a story, is comp- a complete story from beginning to middle to end, is it allows the, an audience in a way to place themselves into the story. I mean, I think that's what you're trying to do with storytelling in general. Um, that's why movies uh, are so powerful. That's why we love movies. That's why we love TV shows. It has a lot less to do with, um, oh, you know, that actor's really good, you know, and they delivered a great performance. I can appreciate that for sure. Um, but as I'm watching it, um, I'm really sort of living that story as well. Um, and I think that's what can resonate with someone. If you play a mini movie that is going to tell a story, a, a fictional story, right? Um, it could be a fictional story. It could be a story based on a true story, but what there, what's happening is that that audience uh, member, that person sitting in that chair is now going to be imagining themselves within it, is going to be seeing that truth that you're communicating in a way that would matter for them personally. And there's, um, there are ways in which that can be done using video and using stories that I think are more powerful than simply a person standing up there and saying, hey, uh, here's what you should do. You should do this. You know, I could tell, I could stand up on stage and I could tell you, um, how to, uh, how to avoid sin, right? As just an example. Um, I could tell you that, but I could also show you a story that shows a person that, that has a moment, um, where they feel drawn towards, uh, towards sin, towards disobedience, and then they, Either in that story, they go down that path and then they experience the consequences of it, or they turn from that path and see how their life was spared or some something like that, right? I'm just kind of mm-hmm. uh, creating that exa- uh, as an example. Um, and that's the power of that. I mean, stories in the Bible that resonate are always the ones that sort of put you in that situation. Like, hey, I can resonate with that. I can identify with that because it's a person experiencing a, a trial or it's a person um, that is um, that is faced with a choice, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and when those are, are then put on the screen visually, um, that can that just gives everybody this extra layer of identification um, that allows them to think about how that truth and again going back to us and our company and what we do how that eternal truth um can actually impact the story they are a part of because that's the mm-hmm. other thing i think anybody listening to this who's in ministry i'm sure has thought about this and communicated this to their audience and that is we're all living a part of the story um there's a story being told and uh and what you know what the gospel does is it says hey you have a you have a part to play in that um and yeah, if I could get a little theological here for a second. I mean, I think that's what we're doing in church, right? I think we're calling people to be a part of that story. Um, because if they, if they aren't walking with Christ, um, they're, they're outside of the story. They're, <laughs> they're on the other right. end. They're the antagonist, right? And so we want you to be the hero or not the hero, but the, we want you to be a part of, um, the, the, what the work of the protagonist is doing in this grand story. How does music play a role in that? Mm. We touched on it earlier. But music can really set the tone uh, for the emotions that we kind of want you to feel. Not that we're trying to manipulate you necessarily, um, but definitely set the tone. So how does music and sound effects really matter in how you produce uh, short form video? Yeah, uh, it matters immensely. You know, one of the things that is so powerful, I think, about 
storytelling in this medium. And again, we're talking about film um, and we're talking about many movies, uh, but, and I think we often sort of default to the visual um, in those because that is, that's obvious, right? Like we're creating visuals and you get to look at it. Um, but sound is so key. Um, it's so, um, because, because what the video is allowing you to do or the mini movie or the film that you're going to see, it's, it's it engaging all of the senses, not just your eyes, right? We're engaging your ears. Um, and, and the ears and the eyes are, are, are incredibly important in terms of receiving information and so audio music and sound effects i mean here's the thing like music like we can definitely talk a lot about music and i think most people would be like yeah music matters like music makes you feel certain things it sets the tone it can be you can kind of instinctively know when some when music is good or when music is bad (laughs) even if you're not a musical person but sound effects are huge i think there have been times where um something has happened in a film or something has happened in a mini movie for me where the sound like did something. It like made me think something. And I'll give you an example. It's probably a negative example for a lot of your listeners, but I'll still give you an example because it, it was significant for me. Um, there was a, there was the, a movie uh, 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 based on Noah that starred Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah i so, had so much high hopes for that one and it was just yeah, right? disappointed on so many levels yeah so i i same i mean it, you didn't I've, you didn't know that the noah story had monster creatures you're right i found it fascinating i was just fascinated by the all of the all of the um thought like just yeah but i'll tell you one moment for me that was very significant that i thought man if, if only the rest of the movie was like this um there was a moment in the middle of that movie that, that I appreciated for what it, uh, for what it actually kind of made me think about. Um, it had everything to do with sound because, uh, it, spoiler alert, Carl already spoiled it, uh, if you haven't seen it, but there are monsters, rock monsters in the movie, uh, that help Noah. And so, uh, Noah, with the help of the rock monsters, gets the armies of man, you know, uh, gets everybody onto the ark. Armies of men are, I guess, defeated or whatever. They're, they don't get on or they don't stop him. And, the door to the ark is shut and there's all this um uh you know all this destruction that's happening because it's raining and water is coming up and all this stuff um there was a there was just a brief moment right then where the screen goes black and all you can hear is the water the rain the screams of the people outside and the and the sort of labored breathing of Noah and his family because they just sort of got secure into the ark. And that was, you know, too bad the rest of the movie wasn't like this because that was, that was so, it made me stop and go, man, like imagine, right. Imagine what that would have been like for Noah and his family. That's what that made me think. I was like, that was powerful for me just as a brief moment in an otherwise, you know, silly movie. Um, that that's what fascinated me about it like how it could be that so sort of like unique and interesting and then in other ways where it was so silly um but that made me stop and consider that like just hearing it everything's black and just hearing what was happening man it puts you right there into the into that world and it puts you into that moment and so i think sound and music can do that in a big way that uh, example case in point with that movie, there were no visuals. It was just black. <laughs> right, right. You know? And so that's how powerful it could be when it's used 
the right way and when it's done well. Um, and I think even within a mini movie, that's true. I think even within your service, that can be true when you can mm-hmm. use those moments of, of silence or those moments of even high energy, loud music and everything. Um, yeah. So anyway, I agree. I agree. All right. Two last quick hits for you. Yeah. Um, tell me legally. So again, we're talking basics for people here. So tell me the legal right way to find mini movies and openers for my platforms, for my church, social media, worship service. How should I not show, you know, YouTube? How how can I do it legally? Yeah, that's a great uh, question to ask. Uh, And it, here's the funny thing. I kind of feel like even as I answer that and kind of that it's going to be irrelevant as soon as I say it, because things are changing all the time, terms and conditions and um, what you're legally allowed to do. And, um, you know, I know YouTube is, is tricky. Facebook is tricky. I know a lot of churches that um, stream their services to Facebook, especially um, I'm sure you heard this, Carl, you know, back in 2020 when um, services were exclusively streamed. I mean, I can't tell you um, how many rights issues we ran into. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, one of the things that, one of the best ways to go about this, um, especially for smaller churches that maybe can't produce their own mini movies is to obviously work with companies like Igniter, companies like Church Visuals. Um, and because we, this is what we did. I'm sure this is what you did, Carl, is we, uh, went to great lengths to make, to ensure that those were going to be legally, um, Yes. Uh, above board and, and yeah, you meaning like the music issues. track, things like mm-hmm. that is completely licensed, completely paid for on our end so yep. that when you play it on Facebook, you won't have a problem. Yep. 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 Uh, and, and I know for Igniter, we, we had all, and I'm sure this is true for you too. Um, we would work with churches all the time that maybe would run into issues, um, with those, with that content, um, uh, just working through, um, getting those, I'm blanking on the, on the term, but it's like, uh, appealed like appealing those sometimes strikes that you might get um for us often when we were making stuff at igniter we would try to do as much of it as close to possible as as um as uh as a custom as or um, as original as possible music is one of those like eh, you know sometimes that's hard to do and you want to get the right thing um so we would work with other companies that to ensure that we had the license to be able to do that and to pass that on to our customers so and now, if you're making your own mini movies, uh, I will talk about that for a second, just because I think this is the, one of the tr- one of the things that you could potentially get tripped up on. Because I know when I would make custom videos in our church, sometimes if it was for just a one off event, um, you know, I might show incorporate a clip from a movie or something like that into a video that I might show um, that was going to not be broadcast, right? Uh, not be streamed. Um, so y- I think you've got to be. While it might be really, really easy to grab an image off of Google Images, or it might be really, really easy to... I know YouTube has music that they provide. Um, it might be easy to get some of those things, but just I want to caution anybody that's doing that um, to really look into uh, rights and make sure that um, if you're making your own stuff, that you're not um, using things that maybe you aren't legally allowed to do, because I think more often than not, a lot of that stuff ends up online anyway, whether that was your original intention or not. Um, and my encouragement to anybody making something, um, uh, custom is to, uh, there's plenty of sites out there that can give you all of the graphics you need or all the stock video you need or music that you need that, that is relatively inexpensive. Um, and so, 
it's so, so important to make sure that you're above board because that stuff is going to get flagged. And after a while, if you're flagged too much, uh, then, you know, that can become an issue for you on whatever platform that you're on. So you want to just make sure that you're not doing that. And Carl, last thing I'll say is there's also honestly just times where you may have somebody that made a video that's that they posted on YouTube and it's theirs. And you go, man, that was a great video. And I can't find it to purchase it and reach out to them. I've had plenty mm-hmm. of people when I did yep. custom motion graphic sermon mumblers, for instance, for our church um, and would post them online. I'd have, I've had plenty of people that reached out to me and said, hey, do you mind if we use that? Yeah. And I had no problem saying yeah, that's go for the right it. way to do it. Yeah. Is to, if you you need to reach out to the to the person, to the company, because most of the time, especially in ministry, we're real people. That, mm-hmm. that, that yeah. our heart is in it to help you succeed and win for the kingdom. So if we can help you, we will. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And so I, I've, I mean, the, the guys of Igniter, I mean, the, the, the guys are great partners over there. We sell our content on Igniter. Uh, we're the same. Like, we're, you know, reach out to us. <laughs> something, yeah. can, something can be done to, to try to help you. Yeah. All right. L- last question for you. Uh, why do your visuals matter in communicating the gospel? Well, I mean, you know, I have kind of already mentioned how what you're doing is telling a story and the power of that story. And we know that visuals matter um, in stories. Um, some of the some of the best stories that are out there are stories that that involve um, visual things. And, and, and I would also say this. Uh, I'm going to be honest, like you could argue Oh, well, you know, there's great stories out there that are books and those aren't visual. False. <laughs> yeah. They're the visual best, in my mind. Yeah, they're visual in your mind. The best ones, the ones that you remember, the ones that created a visual in your mind. That's where the movie screen was. Um, yep. The ones yep. that you don't remember are the ones that, that failed to do that. Um, being able to paint that picture for you. Yes, using words, yes, on a written page, but it was still visual. You still visualized it. And so Mm -hmm. to me, that uh, is one of the things that that communicates how important visuals are, is that uh, all of storytelling is visual. And uh, and even if you look at scripture, scripture is visual. It's very Mm -hmm. visual. It tells you um, what it's trying to communicate is trying to create those images in your mind of what you're seeing or what it was. And I'm sure all of us think about this. I'm sure anybody listening has often thought, man, I'd love to see what that looked like Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to a story in the Bible. It's why we mm-hmm. paint paintings of it. It's why we mm-hmm. um, have always tried to visualize um, uh, scripture because the, because visuals matter in, incredibly um, and they've mattered Throughout time, um, the mass production of visuals is what we're experiencing right now. I think that is mm-hmm. something that that was never uh, that wasn't uh, that wasn't global in a sense um, with visuals. Because if you go into any community, there were ways that stories were being shown visually, whether through paintings or whether through plays or um, you know reenactments or whatever. However. Um, but it, we're living in a day and age where visuals are mass produced. And I think that's the key difference um, that you see, not that visuals. Oh, now all of a sudden are important to, <laughs> right. to yeah, humanity. They've always been important. Yeah, man. Thank you for your time. This has been awesome. 
love what you're doing uh, at your at your company. I mean, uh, you you have a, a cheerleader, a supporter in me with what you're doing, and I know that you are you you and your own writer visually communicating the gospel through mm, your, thank you. your TV shows and projects. So, man, thank you for the time today. Really appreciate the insight. Yeah, I had a great time. Thanks, Carl. Hey, ministry leader, you and your team may be feeling overwhelmed with all of the visual media needs at your church. Your visuals matter, so I'd like to invite you to take a look at our ready-made media library at churchvisuals.com. It's packed with over 30,000 pieces of media for your adults, kids, or student ministries. Mini movies, series media, ministry graphics, theme packs, and more. All instant downloadable visuals ready for you to drop in this Sunday. Start downloading today at churchvisuals.com. That's churchvisuals.com. All right, here's your church visuals tip of the week. Use mini movies and service opener videos to engage your church. All right, well, that is it for us this week. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you would. Hit that like button. And you can also see all episodes of this podcast and all of our podcast courses, articles, and more all at churchvisuals.com. If you want to reach the people you want to reach for Jesus, your visuals matter. I'll see you next week. Your Visuals Matter has been a podcast presentation of Church Visuals. Executive produced by Carl Barnhill. Edited by A.J. Schubert. Title and show graphics by Angie Lomas. For more resources to help you visually communicate the gospel, visit churchvisuals.com.